Welcome to the Fitz Group Podcast for its members and our community at large. Our desire is to create a connection with our audience, communicate through seasons of transition, and empower you to make your business all you dreamed it would be. Join us now for the next episode of the story that will be told with our hosts, Fitz and Heather. You know, one of the greatest distractions in uh, our business is shiny objects. Are shiny objects? Shiny objects. Here's what I mean. There is a very definitive thing that you're supposed to be doing to get where you want to go. And all of a sudden, hey, look at that. Hey, there's a squirrel. Hey, what about? And it takes you off of focus. So many times people come to me and they say, what do you think about this and this and this? And I go, well, is it getting you where you want to go? Or is it detouring you to where you want to go? Is it going to get you there quicker? Or is it going to make the trip take longer? Um, that to me, uh, I, I, I can distinctly remember early on. And I, in, in the insurance industry, um, the, the insurance companies love taking you on awards trips. And um, the first awards trip I qualified for was for Hawaii. And so our first trip was Hawaii. That's an amazing, and now we've been multiple times, but still I'll rem- always remember that first trip to Hawaii. I'll never forget it. And, uh, and, and it became sort of a mission for me. Like, I, you know what? I got to qualify for these trips every year. I got to qualify for these trips every I can't. I don't want to miss one of these trips. And back in those early days when we were really broke, you know, those trips were like, they were like, the eye of the hurricane. <laughs> they were a break from the storm that we were in back home. We got to go to this, you know, five or six star place and be treated like king and queen for a week. Uh, and it was a, a nice break from the nightmare that was our, our, our life, right? Well, I found myself getting to a place where I was focused on qualifying for the trips rather than building my business. But Fitz, don't the trips encourage the growth of your business? Yeah, they can. Uh, I've seen people, um, well, for me, like I, I would focus on, I got to go out there and sell X, Y, Z in order to, um, to qualify for this trip. And I would focus extra time, extra effort on an extra money on, on trying to hit those production levels to qualify for this trip. And what I did was when what that did rather it distracted me from spending that money on advertising and recruiting that new agent and getting that new agent up and off the ground i was so focused on my personal production that it took my fo- to, to qualify for the trip that it took my focus off of building the business of what i wanted to build i didn't want to be a personal producer for the rest of my life i want to have a business of insurance right and so that the 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 trip was an incentive from the insurance companies to to go sell a lot and go make some money and they reward you for the trip but for me it became that shiny object that i was chasing um, and it, it distracted me instead you could build the business and just automatically qualify for the trips <laughs> that's what i started focusing more on yes it's like exchanging the the better for the best it, there you go right I or like that. um or when you focus too much on your sh- on the short term and you're not Uh, looking at the long term. Uh, I think that a lot of times we can see that contests can also become a shiny object for people, which is an interesting, you know, this is, to me, this is life. 
like um, in the sense that some things are true in certain environments and time and then not true in others. And for us, um, a lot of what sparked our momentum that helped us transition from self-employed to business owner uh, was a contest. Mm. We had um, a mentor at the time who put maybe 14 of us. Was I feel like we were 14. Yeah, That's we what were. I remember. Um, 14 of us in a contest and said, can you double in 90 days? Right. Well, what we've learned um, about this business is the smaller you are uh, in your numbers, the easier it is to double. <laughs> and um, so we were able to take advantage because we were at number 14 of the 14 people. And we were able to... Um, capitalize on that contest but it wasn't so much that we were just simply after doubling our business it taught us to push to new habits Hmm. because what was challenged and put in front of us was can you do 20 appointments can you i'm sorry can you sell twenty thousand in annualized premium in a month as well as hire 20 new agents and we had never done that on a consistent basis. Mm. And that contest challenged us to get into those habits. Mm-hmm. And it, all of a sudden, what we thought felt difficult and impossible at the end of 90 days, we were like, okay, we've done this for 90 days. We can do this for 90 days more. Right. And realistically, it took us probably six or eight months of that type of activity to really begin to see a return on our investment where we felt like we were beginning to taste the momentum of our team growing. And focusing on that activity took us from, uh, in seven months, we grew our business 10 times, 10x in that window because of that contest. I'd say that contest was not a shiny object. That contest was absolutely relevant to where we wanted to go. It helped Mm -hmm. us get there. So you have to uh, maybe talk to a mentor in your life and say, hey, is this contest something that is a relevant contest to help me reach my goals? Mm. Because sometimes we need outside counsel to help us recognize what is the difference between a great uh, contest versus a shiny object. Mm. And um, it's definitely one of those things that's really easy for people to start out in good habits and we watch them break the good habits to go towards some other goal. Maybe they decide, well, I have to write 50,000 this month in order to be at the top of this leaderboard over here and reach this contest, but they abandon what they were doing to hire and build a team. And by doing that, now they've, they have, again, sacrificed the best for the better. Mm. Yeah. Another shiny object could be too many meetings, too many meetings, right? Like I I remember in our early days uh, getting started in this business, I had friends that were going to this Zig Ziglar seminar and this Brian Tracy seminar and then this, you know, other seminar. And they were just, they were constantly going to seminars. I remember thinking, I'm sure you're learning good stuff, but could you maybe listen to a tape or an audio in the car while you're driving to an appointment that kind of can accomplish the same thing? I mean, there, there is... There is value in attending meetings. There is value in attending training. There, there is value in creating associations with people that are going to help you get to where you want to go. And that friendship, that camaraderie, there's tremendous value in all of that. But there's also too far that your focus becomes on doing all of this stuff rather than the stuff that's really where you're trying to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see people doing that. They become meeting junkies. And I go, that's great. That's great. I'm sure you learned a ton. Did you make your house payment? Mm-hmm. 
Are you still able to invest in your business while you're doing all those, all those meetings and seminars and all that sort of stuff? Or is it, been, is it starting to become detrimental to you? Well, and I, mean, I don't know about the audience out there, but I know for me, when, when we're doing a lot of I, traveling, I, I mean, I like to try to eat well and exercise on a regular basis. Mm. But when I'm traveling a lot or we're on spring break or we're on vacation or we're, on, we're traveling to different cities or traveling to do trips, I don't tend to do the things that, that, you know, to exercise or eat as well. Well, I think that's true for most people because, again, if, if the um, result you're looking for is based on your consistent activity and um, you're actually robbing that consistent activity and your progress because you're constantly in meetings, mm. then it's now it's become counterproductive. Mm. So um, I don't know, like every now and then, I mean, we all need that constant motivation. Yeah. We need to recognize when we need people. And it's, again, these are interesting topics because mm. Especially c considering this past year with this global pandemic that we've been in, and now all of a sudden we're actually more isolated than ever, mm. which is one of the reasons we've chosen to do this is to reach people in a new way. Mm. Um, and because we're doing less face-to-face -face meetings. So the irony is we're telling you, well, don't go to meetings. It's <laughs> not, that's not the message that we're no. saying. No. But you cannot be a constant, being a student isn't going to create your business right it's being a leader it's hiring and training agents it's going out and selling that's what's going to build your business so effectively balancing and using meetings as the advantage to build your business instead of the disadvantage to rob you of your growth mm. that's really good I, I can tell you that for me one of my shiny objects personally I, I think I mentioned qualifying for trips or whatever but one of my bigger ones uh that that took some time for me to really uncover was uh trying y y y there's there's people in this world that you admire right people that you really respect and admire you, you maybe maybe you respect their success they've had in business maybe you respect the marriage that they've got or maybe you admire how they're raising their kids and uh you see how they're doing it and what you try to do is duplicate that and, and, and I, I'm not against the word duplicate. What I'm against is trying to be something that you're not. Trying to be that other person. You're not that other person. You're you. Now, what you can do is um, learn how they think, learn how they process, learn their, their time management, learn how they work, learn how they, learn how they think and how they do things. And, and, and then take that and try to apply it to yourself based on who you are and how you are. And I, what I've found is I, I realized through a lot of self-discovery and mentors in my life, what I've learned is for me, I have this performance deal where I believe in order to earn somebody else's love, I've got to perform. And, and that love is conditional based on my results. And um, I, I've listened, that's since I was a kid, that that's been something that's just in me. And, and, and still to this day, I have to fight it. I have to ask the question, am I doing this because I'm trying to get somebody's respect or get somebody's admiration or get somebody's love? Or am I doing this because it's what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, it's a big deal. And when you find yourself in a place where you're trying to be somebody else or you're trying to dance 
just such a way that they'll love you, that's unhealthy. That's a shiny object. You're never going to catch it. You're, listen, if you're going down that road, you'll never be them. And you'll never be enough. Because as great as you are, there's always going to be more that you could do to earn that love or that respect or that admiration. It's never going to be enough. And so that's a shiny object that can cost you, I think, can cost you your life. For me, not being dramatic, I think it almost cost me my marriage and my family and my business. I think that's the road I was heading down when I was trying to be somebody else rather than me. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I mean, um, I, I've heard um, a, a teaching before on how we're not made to be bricks. Mm. We are designed to be living stones. Mm. And I really value um, the unique experiences, the, the history. We, we each have our own history and experiences. We each have our own gifts and talents and personality types. And um, so there is no way you can absolutely, you can be someone else. Right. But the objective is to learn to think how someone else thinks yep. that is successful, that has what you want. Um, and that, that, yes, that is just so important. And um, because it is one of the greatest secrets that we've probably uncovered that has helped us get to a place where we are at peace with who we are. And then we feel a greater clarity about where we're going. Yeah. Yeah. So people come to me and they ask, you know, uh, do I need to do this much production or do I need to recruit this many people or, you know, what do I need to do? Blah, 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 blah. And listen, my basic formula was this. Um, I, I sold, I, I just believe in whatever you spend the bulk of your time doing is who you're going to become. And I wanted to build the business. If your goals line up with what I just said, you want to build a business, then I'll give you the basic formula that I followed. It was for me, um, I sold as much as I needed to sell. And then I uh, recruit, spent the rest of my time recruiting and teaching other people how to do the same things. Mm -hmm. Just that simple. And, you know, for me, back in those days, what I needed to sell was not very much. It was just us. And for a period of time, you had a job. Right? We didn't have kids. Our overhead was very low personally. And so I didn't have to go out there and sell a whole bunch. Uh, I had good business. I mean, the business I wrote stayed on the books. So I didn't have to constantly go out there and make up chargebacks or anything like that. Like I was, it was, it was good business. So I could spend maybe two nights a week out there personally producing and maybe another night where I was making the dials. But then the rest of the week was spent building. And I have no doubt in my mind that's why we grew so fast. Now, listen, that plan, I was maybe doing $15,000 a month. And then we had this contest where I had to do $20,000 a month. That extra cash certainly helped me grow my business faster. So I didn't, I didn't regret going above and beyond. But if, you're, if you need $15,000, $20,000 a month in personal production in order to pay your bills, but you're out there trying to knock out $60,000 a month, that extra cash is maybe not going to – you may not reach it. Uh, number one, the cash would be great. Who, who doesn't love better revenue? But it, you may not ever get to that goal. So now you're just killing yourself because you keep setting goals that you're not reaching. And now that self-doubt starts creeping back in. And I'm just not good enough. That, that thought starts coming out. And that's not productive. It's, it's counterproductive. There are superstars out there that can go out there and knock out $40,000, dollars $60,000 a month in personal production. Certainly in our organization, we got them. I wasn't that guy. And, and I realized that the more I tried to do it, the more frustrated I got. So just going that route of sell what you need to sell, 
and spend the rest of your time hiring and training other people to do the same thing. Uh, I promise you, you're going to get to where you want to go. So you got to use things like contests Mm. and meetings and mentors and advisors. You have to use them to your advantage and use them wisely um, so that we're not chasing shiny objects. Uh, One of our objectives uh, here at the FISC Group this year has been to just make a simple goal of doing quarterly meetings and can we increase the headcount at each meeting by encouraging all of you to invite more people to the meetings. Um, so we're, that is one of our objectives and we do quarterly meetings every quarter, <laughs> every 90 days. Yep. And um, so we have one coming up and you, how can they check out that? Yeah, and our basic goal, we're trying to grow from meeting to meeting to meeting and then just continue to, to help you grow your business as well. The next one, is going to be found on the fitzgroup.org slash event registration. Depending on when you're watching this, we may be just about to have one or maybe we just had one. Uh, it's, but you can get signed up, get registered for it. Uh, again, the fitzgroup.org slash event registration. The latest and greatest quarterly meeting that you can register for is going to be there. And these, these events, listen, we, we get together. Uh, we love um, providing training, the nuts and bolts that really you need to go out there and uh, and, and make some money uh, and make more money uh, for your family. But we also want to inspire at these events. So it's not rah-rah sessions. We're not doing cheering of fake news. Like we're, we're going to celebrate people who are, who are getting results and you're going to hear from them. You're going to hear stories of overcoming that you need to hear just at the moment you needed to hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to make friends uh, that, that are going to ultimately propel you to your, your future that you're looking for. I've had great mentors, but just as important as my great mentors are my buddies that helped me get to where I wanted to go. So thefitzgroup.org slash event registration to get signed up for that next quarterly meeting. And hey, now that you know, you, you know. know.